Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Uh, guys, how, how many people here have uh, had Shakira hear their music? Imagine I said... Oh, me. Bobby, have you had Shakira hear your music? Um, Well, it was technically Shakira's music that she heard, but... Yeah, but but come on, who was singing it, Bobby? I was was part of a group that sang some Shakira songs and Shakira... Well, you're like a mum being like, now, Will, tell them them about your play. (laughs) Who was the lead in the play? Weren't you the lead in the play? What did you sing? Didn't you sing? He was the best boy. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Will. Hello, Will. How are you? Hello, Hugh. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. We've got a guest and I'm excited because it's been a long time coming. Mm. Uh, So this week, how are you, Hugh? Yeah, I'm very well. I saw you a couple of days ago, which was lovely. You came to Ireland. We were in Kerry. It was very nice. We, we basically went on holiday together, and then I sort of poisoned some people. Mm, you did. Please welcome to the podcast a musical director, composer, and pianist, the host of the podcast Legally Blind, and generally sexy man. It's the endlessly talented Bobby Golder. Hi, Bobby. Oh, hello, hello, Bobby. Thank you. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to see you all. Bobby, have me. you ever poisoned anyone? Um, not to my knowledge. Good answer. It's possible that I have. Good answer. I'm, I, yeah. I can't rule that out, but uh, I haven't deliberately poisoned anyone. Uh, neither have I. I will say that <laughs> I was in Kerry with you, and um, what I thought was what I thought what I was doing was foraging for elderflower, making elderflower cordial, and serving it to my friends. You managed to poison someone by making elderflower cordial. Well, uh, no. What I managed to do was think that Queen of the Meadow was elderflower cordial. Uh, was elderflower not caught i didn't think it was cordial growing on a bush i'm not that stupid but um (laughs) i basically drank a whole glass of this stuff at breakfast with like eight friends and immediately my heart rate shot up i got dizzy and nauseous and uh, i got a hot flush and was like oh okay so i'm gonna die 
that's just mm. what's gonna so happen. So you poisoned yourself for good measure at the same time. Yeah, I was like my own king's tester. That's how they always do it in the Agatha Christie books, though. They always give, you know, administer a slightly less lethal dose to themselves. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good, like, uh, an alibi. Mm. It's not good that I couldn't remember the word for alibi. This is why I never would have got away with it. I mean, <laughs> down here, I don't know if you wanted on the podcast, down here you were talking some big game about diarrhea. I, I don't know if I was talking big game about it. It just came up. Okay. Or went down. Well, I don't know. yeah, I mean, yeah. that's not, yeah. Look, I, I mean, I don't as know... the arrears go. What other it... arrears are there? Cholerea? No, there's a, there's a big one. Gonorrhea, I'm going to say, is quite a big one. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather have diarrhea or gonorrhea? <laughs> or, or be in arrears. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have diarrhea hands down. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> no, I'd rather my hands were up, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're really raising the roof as you, as yeah, you squat. Yeah. <laughs> but look, I, I drank this stuff. It wasn't great. And I would really encourage people to um, just maybe have any knowledge about foraging before they start eating something. I do feel a little guilty, Will, because we were walking along the road and you said, Hugh, is this elderflower? And without looking at it, I said yes. Did I ask you? You did. Oh, but I was great, talking I... to your more interesting friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. of my friends are more interesting, hence yeah. Bobby being here. Which more interesting friend? Which more interesting friend? <laughs> another another was... musical person, Ned, yeah. Yeah, Ned, who's a music producer. We should probably get mm. him on to cut the amount of time I talk on the podcast. But I genuinely poisoned myself. And, uh, well, I say poison. Uh, I just drank something I shouldn't have, and it turns out it was fine. But there was a while there that I thought I was going to die. And I wasn't so worried about dying. It was more the legacy it was more the news story. Like, the West Cork podcast is about a death in Ireland. But this mm. would be this would be sadder than that for different reasons, you know? Yeah, yeah. Bobby, how are you? <laughs> I'm so well. All the better for hearing about, you know, the various diseases you've been spreading around West Cork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, happy to be disease-free right now, um, as, as far as I know, yep. again. Thanks so much. So, for, yeah. <laughs> speaking of disease-free, we should probably welcome our producer, <laughs> Ornia, to Hello. the show. Hi, Ornia. How are you? Disease-free since 93. Is that correct? Uh, does that mean that's when I was born? No, you I mean just... like the first five years of her life were really rough? Yeah. <laughs> but then she was inoculated from then on mm. to yeah, all diseases. Yeah, it's been plain sailing. Well, it's the most huge good going, thing in the world to uh, go foraging, but not know anything about foraging. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying yeah. to live more sustainably, but ultimately accidentally killing well, people because Googled, of it. I've just Googled, and Meadowsweet apparently isn't dangerous for most people. No, that that so there was a real touch and go moment where we thought that I'd maybe we were trying to work out what this plant was because oh, it well. turns out it absolutely was an elderflower, and there was about about ten seconds where I thought it was cow's bane. And cow's bane does any bane doesn't sound great. <laughs> I thought I thought I'd given everyone like a viciously toxic thing, but it turns out this stuff uh, it can be used to like treat inflammation and stuff, but also it can cause nausea and things. You like see, this. I just feel as a child, you know, if you're ever pottering around a garden or something, and you went ooh near any berries, your parents would be like, "Don't touch the berries." So yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have that healthy suspicion, obviously. Of no, of, I don't want no. my parents to be blamed for this at all. I was told not to do that. Yeah. So so much, and I I did it anyway. And, and I could blame Hugh for it, but I, I have don't. to ask: like, did you hitchhike to West Cork? Did you just get into cars with strangers the whole day, then pick some plants? Like, do you yeah. just regularly 
flout these kind of rules of convention. This is how I go on holiday. I pick up pick up plants. I get in people's cars. Oh, yeah. And I uh, have yeah. a little kettle just on my lap. Yeah. And uh, constant chip pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toaster in the bath, you know, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. Safe stuff on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For you, I all the essentials with you at all times. Feel very aware that I've just spoken about myself and we haven't spoken to Bobby. Bobby, how are you? Last time I was with you, I think we ate um, a sandwich each, and I got a big sandwich and you got a small sandwich, and we swapped half each, and it was a very nice moment. That was very generous of you, actually, to to make that observation, which I wouldn't have made. Is this what you think counts as talking about Bobby? Realized I just told a story where I was the good, the good Samaritan, just a good sandwich. Telling another yeah. story of you Bobby, coming I, off quite well. Bobby, I do have a question for you about your podcast. So, you know the way your podcast oh, yeah. is called Legally Blind, right? So I got into a bit of a circular thing in my head earlier. I was like, oh, it's mm-hmm. obviously, it's punning on Legally Blonde. And then I was like, wait, was Legally Blonde punning on Legally Blind? Like, is it a pun? Is it just... I've been I've been through the exact okay, same can, circle could, could, in my head. Could you, could you talk us through? I mean, what's the... What's the that's sitch? how you do well, a fucking question about someone else. That was amazing. I, I reckon I reckon the term legally blind came first to describe someone being like blind or visually impaired yeah. to a great enough extent. Yeah. Just for, for context, I am registered legally blind, um, just for anyone interested. Um, so I reckon that term came first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they made the film. And they were like, oh, it's about the law and someone blonde. Let's call it Legally Blonde because it's like Legally Blind. And then like I came along yeah. and, and was like. Reclaimed it. <laughs> and human culture wanna... reached its apex. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and I was like, I want to chat to creative people about blindness. Yeah. Mm. Legally Blonde's a creative thing. Let's call it Legally Blind. And I'm hoping that in like, you know, 40 years time, Someone, everyone would have forgotten about Legally Blonde the film Legally Blind the podcast is going to be massive and mm. they're going to be like oh let's do something called Legally Blonde because <laughs> it's a pun on the podcast Legally Blind <laughs> so it just comes full circle Yeah, and presumably yeah. Of, of all people you are the person to write a Legally Blind musical as well maybe I am I mean that is that on funny the funny you should say probably, that cause... It's, it's actually not off the cards um, oh. it's been it's well maybe it is off, by, off the cards by now if that's like you know what sort of two years of not doing anything about it does um, <laughs> but yeah it's i don't think it'll be called legally blind but i am roughly in development in my own head of, of writing a musical around the subject of visual impairment yeah. i mean i don't mean to give you advice but i feel like it has to be called legally blind <laughs> because ornia said it yeah <laughs> thing is I don't, I don't i don't want people to show up thinking that it's anything to do with legally blonde yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but of course you are also blonde so it just I am yeah. blonde legally legally blonde <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> blonde legally that, that that could be a good one blonde um, that's legally. the musical that's yeah. the name of the musical yeah uh, but if you haven't listened to Bl- legally, legally Blind you absolutely should it's a great podcast there are six episodes available right now and it's funny and good do you know what it's much better than this podcast so I don't know if we should advertise it <laughs> well, it's it's very much in its inf- infancy, so any advertising. Yeah, at least um, at the moment, we'll, we're we're winning on quantity, quality maybe not, but we've got more. Big time. You know? Yeah, yeah. So big time. <laughs> it's like the thing yeah. of you know how many four year olds would it take to to bring you down? You know, I feel we're the four year olds, whereas yeah. Bobby's podcast is just a, a prize a fighter, strong adult yeah, person. Yeah. yeah. So, sort of like how how much Queen's uh, Queen's Meadow flower 
does it take <laughs> kill all your friends? Kill, kill Will. There's a, there's another movie or musical. Yeah. Kill Will. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> we could we could write it tonight. Yeah. Um, another thing you're definitely winning on is like actually doing it for like more than six weeks because mm. I did six episodes and thought, fuck, the podcasts are take ages yeah <laughs> no, it's not we're, just, we're should, just recording it we should put that yeah. on our poster actually doing it bobby golder <laughs> that's a quote isn't that sort of all life really genuinely is, like, like hats off though because it's like it's it you know i got to the end of six episodes and thought like it just takes so much of my life up yeah yeah bobby you are also a singer and that's why we brought you on today to talk about singing that's right. so how we always uh, start our podcasts with a, a three question quiz and it's a collaborative effort so and it's also not a quiz you could possibly ever study for so uh, don't worry about that so when you say collaborative are we talking kind of me hugh and will yes against the world? yeah exactly against the world. Yeah. well against me so against in, in 20 much more intimidating actually. in 2023 what did these singers have in common celine dion jennifer Hudson, Tony Bennett, Pink, and Nat King Cole. Mm, there's some big names there. So they they had it in common in 2023. Yeah, something happened to them all in 2023. Did they all donate to the women's volleyball team to pay their fines for not wearing the right uniforms? Because I know Pink did that at some point. Oh, that's pretty did cool. Did Nat King Cole do that? Don't think so. Or Tony Bennett. Seems no. unlikely. Nat King Cole is from a while ago <laughs> yeah I for, forgive yeah. my ignorance I, no, yeah is, quite a while ago is nat king cole around oh, I, I think, think nat so. king cole has gone all dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, did they do, did they do holograms do you think oh no no uh, <laughs> no anya <laughs> what i can give you is it was a, it was a, they a, they share a dubious honor oh yeah. did they poison their friends on holiday no no still just you that's yeah. just just for you, yeah, my yeah, friend. Yeah. yeah. God, it was bad. <laughs> the whole day, I was like, whenever someone said something, I was like, at least you didn't poison someone. Yeah. Tony um, Bennett. Yeah. Uh, Can we? Let's go through. Nat were King there Cole. songs used in something controversial or unpleasant? I haven't seen the Barbie movie. Do they all appear in the Barbie no, movie? No, but that would be amazing. With, the, with their songs. T- Tony Bennett. <laughs> Who's Tony Bennett? Tony Bennett. Uh, Italian American crooner from. Crooner. Yeah, he died like, a few weeks ago. Did, he? Did they all die a few weeks ago? No. Okay. So it's something controversial or... Yeah. Were they played at like a, a political event or like played... Uh... Yeah, I was thinking like used in campaign. What a medley. The Trump... Uh, the yeah. Trump music, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Or did they all... Are, were they all signed up to play live golf in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't... Oh. Oh, no. That's amazing. No, that what? wasn't that wasn't true. Well, no. Oh, you said Anya said nailed it, so I thought you nailed it. No, I sarcastic. Sure, no, Jennifer Hudson and Celine Dion were not playing in the live golf tournament. I mean, they're more likely than no, Nat King no, Cole and Nat Tony King Bennett. <laughs> well, that's yeah. true. Well, actually, in Saudi Arabia, maybe not. No, yeah. so that leaves. Maybe that's where they all. Well, are I can really tell you. So th- what they all had in common is they were all snubbed from the Rolling Stones' 200 Greatest Singers of All Time, which was published at the beginning of 2023, oh. which was considered pretty controversial because, uh, I mean, obviously they're some of the amazing singers, and Celine Dion alone is. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you've said that again, Anya, because this is the second time in maybe five podcasts that you've given out about Celine Dion not being properly recognised. <laughs> what are you really going to bat for? I don't even particularly like her music, but I just think it's crazy that she doesn't get the recognition. I think she's an amazing singer. If you set foot in Canada, I think she gets quite a lot of recognition over there. Yeah. Oh, does she? 
She's basically the queen. She is, that's true. She's doing okay, I think, isn't she? <laughs> and Jennifer Hudson is, is is an amazing singer as well, so I don't really understand, you know. But uh, So Rolling Stone's defense was that their list was the greatest singers of all time, not the greatest voices, and that they included things like uh, the breadth of somebody's musical uh, legacy, uh, their influence, all that kind of thing. Um, so do you have any idea who the top three were, anybody? Top three voices as opposed to singers. Singers as opposed to... Singers as opposed to voices. According to the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Well, according... No, according to... to Rolling Stone, the magazine. Rolling Stones. <laughs> I, I don't think they fair. asked. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> it's Mick Jagger is number one. <laughs> and the other two in the Rolling Stones. Mick the other Jagger's two, two children. Yeah. <laughs> why are Rolling Stone... Why is Rolling Stone magazine allowed to be called Rolling Stone and then there's also the Rolling Stones? Well, I guess because Rolling Stone is a phrase. Yeah. It's a thing, yeah. 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 yeah, but it like and a song. Yeah. Yeah, a song as well. But it feels mad to have two of two influential things in music <coughs> to have exactly the same sort of name. Even if it is a phrase. It's kinda like having a podcast and a musical called well, Lee yeah, Blind. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I can't argue with that, to be fair. Hugh, <laughs> Aretha Franklin. Number one. You're one of your faves, yeah. Aretha Franklin was number one. Oh uh, yeah, so maybe we could think Ray Charles, someone like that. He's um, gotta be Stevie high. Wonder. Stevie Wonder is in the top ten, I think. Uh, Freddie Mercury. No, two is a woman. Another woman. Gross. Ella Fitzgerald. No. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Yeah. And then Ooh. three is a man who I would not have thought I'm of. Just, just relieved to have got something. No, like no, no, no. In the singing quiz. <laughs> Did they put something like Bob Dylan up? Even though. No, three is Sam, really is Sam Cooke. Oh yeah. And then the yeah. rest of the top Ooh. ten is rounded up by Billie Holiday, Mariah Carey, Ray Charles, uh, Stevie Wonder, Beyonce, uh, Otis Redding, and number ten was Al Green. A lot of soul. It's a good bunch of singers. John but. Lennon is 12, which I think is outrageous because I love his he's music. He's way older than that. But I d- Outrageously low or high? Outrageously high. I, I don't think he's a good... Outrageously high. I don't I think he's a good... I would certainly put McCartney ahead of Lennon. Yeah. I, I don't think he's a particularly magnificent... Let's not forget Ringo. <laughs> we never, never do. Forget. With a little help from my friend <laughs> in the town. <laughs> Hugh, uh, Hugh firmly believes that Ringo is uh, the most underrated Beatle. Is that fair, Hugh? Uh, well, I, I, I think all the Beatles are underrated, but I think Ringo. Yeah, I think Ringo is massively underrated. All right, I think he's an unbelievable drummer. Have you got and, any Ringo uh, thoughts, Bobby? Um, I like the performance of Thomas the Tank. <laughs> he's great in that. He's great in that. I also like that you don't call it Thomas the Tank Engine. You make it sound like it's just a really ripped guy called Thomas. <laughs> Thomas the Tank. Thomas isn't a good Absolute name tank. for a really ripped person, is it? Thomas. A really ripped train. Th- like Thomas. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be like, oh, oh, it's Thomas. Right. You know, he's yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Thomas is a is an MMA fighter. What what's a really good what's well, a really like, good ripped well, name? Like, to- like, Tom, top three Tom, ripped name. Well Tommy Fury. Like Dolores. He's not Thomas Fury. Breeder Fury. You mean Tyson Fury. No, but he's a brother Tommy Fury, I think. Okay, so that'll okay. put you there back in your box. <laughs> Tommy, it does actually already sound more hench than Thomas. Hench? You said that. No, hench is a word we've had somebody else say before on this podcast. I don't think it's a thing in Ireland. Oh. Hench, now. What? Talk to me about <laughs> yeah. hench. Hench is a, a real thing. Yeah, but it's not, it's not in Ireland. No, it's like, it's like when people are like, oh, that's absolutely lush. Oh, yeah, that's a like, horrible oh. phrase. Ew. Lush. It's very mint. like Calling stuff mint. Mint, I say mint, kind yeah, of yeah. rubbed. I have, my wife is from the Northeast and she says... Oh, and I think yeah. she's mint. I was like, oh, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> my, my wife's from, you know, 
Gargano, and I think she's mint. Uh, but I, I think mint is kind of luscious a bit too, like lush, uh, isn't it? It's a bit, it's lush. a bit succulent, isn't it? It's a bit, it's a Ooh. bit luscious. Hello. It's just... Do you not like things that are succulent and luscious? Yeah, but somebody being like, oh, that. I hate it. It's so like nice and you know delicious and tasty. And tasty. <laughs> no, I think it's like being like, oh, that that pillow is well lush. You know, I don't know, or that that. That that girl is well lush. Would you say it about a person? Yeah. Oh my um, god, she is lush. Yeah, but but pr- probably not. Probably not in terms of appearance. Probably like they're just really nice. Yeah. So they're just so lush. Oh, so like I think your like, granny is really lush. Um, granny. Yeah, your granny could be oh, lush. Oh, I don't if, like that know, at all. If she if she had particularly like you know warm friendly conversation. Okay. Okay, and but mint mm. is mint more like sound. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like flipping mint. Like it's a bit more. Um, I don't know. There's a bit more emphasis. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh god. I also think cool, cool regional accents help with these words because some of the yeah. things Irish people say are hideous and terrible in an English accent. Like what? In in a mm. like received pronunciation, like great crack. What are you oh, doing? No, you know. No, no. But like, if someone from the West Country says, "Oh, she is lush," I'm like, "Yeah, I guess she is lush." Or when Anna, your wife, says mint. In a Geordie accent, I'm like, yeah, they are mint. But if I were like, that's mint. <laughs> not mint. Yeah, your tones are too wow. clipped, Will. Yeah. This is flipping flipping mint. Yes, flipping wow. Mint. Having a wacky time over here, flipping mint plants. <laughs> but hench, is, H- hench is very cool. I just, I uh, is it like ripped? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I, think, I don't know, I, I never really say buff, but I think like some people might say buff. Hench, mm. ripped. Yeah, he's, he's, he's so hench, it's lush. Is that why we call them henchmen? Oh. It could be Buffman. That's probably where. Probably it's the other way around, actually. It's like mm. the legally, legally blind, legally blanched, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Maybe that could, that's another musical. Let's do one about Buffman. Legally hench. Yeah, <laughs> legally hench. Buffman's legally buff. holiday. <laughs> Judy um, hench could could star. Judy hench. Yeah, Judy hench. Yeah, yeah happens to have been a, a character in a pantomime I once was involved in about five years ago. That's sad. What? <laughs> actually, Judy hench. Dame Judy Hench was the baddie one year. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't write it. Anya, why aren't you writing these things? You know, because she's five years late <laughs> to the five party. Years late. I think. It's like Will it's, protesting it's, at it's the Iraq been War done. five years late. Like it's just, you know, we're just not at the. It was still a bad war then, Anya. You know. <laughs> yeah, it went on for years. Just because I carried on caring, slash, and bad at maths, and forgot how to. When was the last time you were at a protest, Will? Probably the Iraq War one. Too busy making videos and drinking. Okay, so Bobby, I've watched your videos, and Ooh. I is is what I don't know what the technical thing, but do you use a lot of auto tune? Like the is that is that what the effect is when you're doing all those cool things? Is that auto tune? <laughs> no, I actually don't use any auto tune. Okay, on my oh, um... it's just your own voice. Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends which one you're referring. So there's there's quite a lot of things i've done where i've kind of multi-tracked my own voice, oh okay like, so that's different it. okay so never mind especially especially in lockdown where like there was nowhere else no one to sing with okay so, you know so just kind of layer everything up okay but then there's there's a thing i use which like harmonizes my voice so that i guess is a sort of but it's all issue. it's always your own voice yeah okay so I, yeah. i'm talking yeah. about your question on you did sound like you're saying so bob i've seen your videos obviously you can't sing particularly well no! but you've used technology to enhance <laughs> them. presumably you use auto what i mean is yeah. there's a lot of cool effects like it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Anya, do you also think when he plays the keyboard he secretly pushes the button that just plays a piece by itself i just use one of those like old player pianos yeah exactly 
How does the harmonizer work, Bobby? Harmonizer, um, harmonizer, oh, you're a harmonizer. Oh, very good. Very surprised that you know you knows Womanizer by Britney. <laughs> it's an absolute <laughs> banger. Oh, I think it's one yeah, of I our know. worst songs. Nah, that's all it is. Anyway, if you you do any song like that, no, I couldn't. Give me, give me, just auto tune it. Try to Jerusalem like that. Oh, I suppose you can actually. Yeah, actually, okay, okay. So never mind. No, my second question is: What song was was the first commercial use of auto tune? Was it Believe by Cher? Yes. Oh, my God. Nailed it. Yes, it was oh, Believe wow. by Cher. He knows the stuff. Yeah. Bobby, how do you know that? I think, like, I studied in, like, sound technology for a little bit. I just did, like, a module in it. And um, this old guy came in who had worked as an engineer at Abbey Road. Um, no way. And he was, like, in his 70s, loved David Bowie, loved the Beatles, and, like, kind of hated everything from sort of 1980 onwards. Sounds like my kind of guy. Is he? Was it Hugh? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was Hugh. Nice to see you again. <laughs> and he gave this big rant about how like technology is ruining music, and we were all like, "You're kind of chatting shit," because <laughs> technology is arguably quite helpful in making music. Mm. Can be misused, but yeah. Anyway, so he played this song. He was like, "Isn't this shit, guys?" Obviously, we all agree this is terrible, and we were like, "No." <laughs> really good. I'm trying to see what year Believe came out. 1998. 1998. Yeah. Surprisingly uh, late, I suppose. I would have thought it was more of a thing. But yeah, actually, then a lot of stuff kind of sounded like that for ages after it. Well, I mean, even I, having given the right answer, I kind of am doubting it because, like, I feel like it was like a, a big, like an effect in the 90s a lot. But Well, the, well I was curious about it. So, so Enya uses a lot of that kind of thing, but maybe that was all her own voice. I don't really understand I think Cher's voice was totally distorted. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know that there yeah. was much left of the original voice, basically. Right. And it's quite iconic. Yeah. They're like, Who's dead at the leave? <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was like a Mongolian was... throat singer. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, my last question is, what's interesting about Axl Rose's voice? Nothing. Next question. Is it something anatomical? Is it biological? Like, is he... Is something to do with vocal cords or... You, you got a bit, this car could be hydromatic. Oh, you were like, <laughs> oh, anatomical, physical. No. Well, like Freddy and his I suppose teeth, it, it, you know? it, it could be. Any other ideas? Sings in kind of like epic high. Did he kind of originate that sort of super high rock voice? I don't know. Is he missing, like, does his, re- here's, here's, here's an idea. Does his vocal range, like, does he... Is he missing notes in the middle? How amazing would that How? be? So he can't, he can't go, hmm, but he can go, oh, and oh. Is that, yeah, is that yeah, yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect Thank description. You. To use Thank the technical you. terms. Yeah. 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 Uh, give us a clue, Anya. Uh, you're, you're, you're circling the drain. As always. <laughs> yeah. He only sings in the shower. So is it something about the, the pitch at which he sings? No, it's about his vocal range. His mouth is really small, but it, like the, the lips are really small, but inside his mouth is massive. It is about his vocal range. So does he have like a seven octave vocal range, or does he have like a seven? I reckon he has like a a, a, like surprisingly small vocal range, or like yeah, at at sort of like speech pitch, he can't really like make much noise, but he can sing. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, "Hi, I'm I'm Axel Rose. Welcome to the jungle." (laughs) Isn't he? He could be like, "Hi, I'm Axel Rose," but he can't be like. 
hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, well, basically, the, when analysis was done on loads and loads and loads of singers and loads and loads of songs, they discovered that Axl Rose had the greatest vocal range in studio mm. and was able to hit the highest and the lowest notes. And he was followed by Mariah Carey, who's always the person I think of when I think of people with incredible vocal range. And then Prince, uh, Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith, James Brown, Marvin mm. Gaye, Christina Aguilera and David Bowie. So I find that really hard so to this believe. So like the like widest vocal ranges. And can you yeah. tell us how wide it is? Buy me a... <laughs> from F1 to B flat six, five octaves above it. That would be very high. And very low. <laughs> so there, I, I don't have the I have the chart basically, which I I can post, which shows that, that he just has an enormous vocal range. But I don't think he's a particularly amazing singer. I I don't I would never have given him a second thought. Wait, well, did you did you make those notes up, or was that or was that Google? No, I googled it. I if I'd made up notes, it would have been but five and poop dumb. Yeah, yeah. I did think you were trying to make up notes that sounded clever, but F one is like your serious face on. And he can uh, sing six octaves from F one in if there was a time in the second lowest octave in scientific pitch notation to B flat six five octaves above it. Uh-huh. Fair play. Can can you do them, Bobby? Go on. Yeah, I'll play them right now. Ooh. Oh yeah, here we go. There you go. Bobby, what's what's your vocal range? What what can you do? Um my vocal range has actually got like thinner in the last few years as I've like really? taken less good care of my voice. But um I would say, like, on good days, I have, like, a low sort of, I don't know, bottom, like, C or D, so, like... Oh, that is low, yeah. That kind of low. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> up, up to, like, a couple of notes below uh, Axel Rose's. So maybe... Go maybe on. Like That's a... <clears throat> pretty impressive. Go on, she says. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing that was, I, I'm pretty sure Zoom was like that's definitely not a human voice we'd cut that yeah, out we, we, the we didn't get it. so I guess that brings us into the the, the, the meat of the uh, the episode but great showing on the on the quiz I gotta say yeah did we get like a, a score out of a certain number or uh, no not not really I think you got one out of three though and that was all Bobby so <laughs> is, okay. is that a great showing on the quiz on well, you well I mean we had fun we had fun we had fun that's the main thing oh it just got so bright yeah I turned the light on Oh, um, okay. So so easily pleased. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Bobby, could you tell us a bit about how you got into into singing? I could. Yes. Um, I've been. <laughs> but singing... I shan't. <laughs> <laughs> what now on this podcast? <laughs> it is worth saying that I am primarily a pianist, and I think singing is great, and I think singing is probably a, a more like. I don't know, like a better topic for this podcast because I think it's like more of a universal thing. I've been singing since I was quite small. My parents said I was like humming along to stuff when I was like three, four kind of age. Um, I joined a a choir when I was eight in my local local church, which was like a good sort of training ground for me. Like I learned loads about singing and about music theory and harmony and stuff. And then I suppose when I started losing my vision when I was like nine or ten, and um that sort of helped me develop my ears a bit more and um yeah kind of learn a bit more about singing in a different kind of way through uh oh. yeah that kind of experimentation so yeah and will what's your uh what's your experience of singing i'm amazing at singing are you, yeah? uh, sing all the time yeah yeah uh no i 
I, we w- weren't a very musical family and I was quite I liked singing but I wasn't good at it and was quite nervous about it I think as far back as I can remember I was quite nervous about singing in front of people uh, and that hasn't really changed but now I've learned that if you do it under the guise of comedy then yes. it's, like everything. it's easier yeah <laughs> like my entire life <laughs> is done under the guise of comedy like so dancing, I feel more relaxed about it stripping like anything yeah. Yeah, public and embarrassing in public. Yeah. yeah if you're like oh it's just a bit Poisoning. it's just a bit it's just a yeah, laugh yeah. it's a bit yeah. guys it's a bit <laughs> that's the point <laughs> that's my character <laughs> my character's bad at singing my character wouldn't know how to sing yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah but i do like i do like uh i think it's all very context-based for me i really like like having a little sing song with friends i like that um but i do i do get very nervous and like dry-throated about it and i do a lot of stuff on stage so it's interesting hugh mm. will <laughs> what's your experience of singing what do, what do you think <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I had to I wasn't be like singing your name, <laughs> Hugh. I li- yeah, I like singing. I I definitely was like well yeah definitely a long time very uh, shy about singing in front of people, very uncomfortable about singing in front of people, and I've really largely got over that now. I you suppose largely got over it. Come on, off it. Yeah, no, I don't know, but but then I think like will I think you have to ultimately like throw yourself into it, you know, and that kind of gets you over the hump. Do you know what though? I was thinking. I don't think I've ever sung in the shower. Wow. Yeah. That's because your showers are uh, like ridiculously quick. You wouldn't. That's have true. Time that's true. I'd have to pick a particular All he can do is minute, like a, a limerick or maybe. something. Or like you know? a, a haiku. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a comic poem. <laughs> yeah. Bobby, how, fa- how fast are your showers? Long enough for at least one or two like excerpts of, of songs. Or mi- yeah, okay. You'd be like a, a now that's what I call music sort of advert. Yeah, kind of. You get the little clips of stuff. Kind of best of reel of like the songs that are in my head at that time. Great. I could probably sing like an early Beatles song when they were doing a lot of like 158, you know, yeah. 203. So what, like, what? Love Me Do. Love, kind of love Me Do. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. You know, um, but later stuff, you know, like I wouldn't get through I Want You. She's so heavy, you know. You, you, no. can't, you can't do the full fade out of uh, All You Need Is Love or... Or hate you. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean that involves a lot of orchestration in the shower as well. You know, when I start piping out the French <laughs> national anthem. <laughs> you say piping out. Yeah. Just piping it out. Uh, Hughes, oh. Hughes in the shower piping out the French national anthem. He'll be about two minutes and three seconds. Oh God! Or Guard us and guide us. Onya, do you like singing? Are you a, are you a singer? Uh, I, 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 I can't sing and I really like it, which I think is, is, the, <laughs> is the worst of both worlds. Uh, like I would love nothing more than to just be like, oh, I'll just, I'll just casually break, but I can't sing. But uh, I, th- I think it's great. And I like listening to other people uh, do it. And I also like singing in a funny way you know mm. so that people can't uh you're like oh it's just a joke it's hence a laugh. the uh yeah. andy that's faded out your times <laughs> <laughs> that was sounded like jonathan ross singing <laughs> jerusalem there yeah da, 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 da. ladies so that, and gentlemen that's jerusalem. my other podcast is my jonathan ross singing impression yeah. <laughs> i do think i do think though on you because you're not you're not a terrible singer by any means oh. and i do think it's Sorry, and I should say, obviously, we all use that sort of defense mechanism of the funny bit in various aspects of our lives. 
But I do think it's sometimes a shame when people who are, and Michael would be the same, our other producer, like Michael can sing, but he only ever does it in kind of a jokey way. And I'm like, just lean into it. You know, you got I it. I was at a karaoke night the other night and I, it took me ages to, to, to kind of get involved. And eventually I did Club Tropicana. Because oh, that's just a laugh. Nice. That's just a laugh. Nobody can be like, oh, that, well, do you know what I mean? Like nobody can. So Anya, what would be the least just a laugh song that you could do at karaoke? Well, somebody did nothing compares to you. I would think that's not much of a laugh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Going for like Bobby. a slow power ballad that requires yeah. like. <laughs> Bobby, so say you're at karaoke, right? Yeah. What's what's the go-to? My go-to karaoke. Um, mm. Jerusalem. Probably. <laughs> yeah, hands down. <laughs> I like a New York, New York. Um, oh yeah nice normally uh, have to save that till a bit later on though and actually if if i'm with like one any one of like four or five other people then me and my shadow also frank sinatra um and S- sammy davis jr um maybe i don't know like the sort of naff choice or like well i didn't realize it was naff until recently i learned the whole american <laughs> boy rap when i was about 15 <laughs> Amazing, and, I, and it's the only rap I know to this day, and I will not be doing it for you now. Um, oh, and no. and until like embarrassingly recently, I thought I was like the only person that knew the whole rap, and then I realised that it's kind of the only rap that everyone else learns when they're fifteen as well. Probably it's not. I I I don't want to put you down, but I wouldn't say it's the hardest rap to learn. And that's why it's the one I learned. Yeah. Okay, on you, on you. Bobby isn't going to sing it for us, so you need to give us a blast of it. I can't Given remember. That you said it's easy. I can't remember the start. I need somebody to. I need Take me to... on a trip. I'd like to go someday. After that, uh, uh, I can't do. I mean, I you know, I'm just saying. If I had ten minutes, do you know what I mean? I'm sure I could have. A... No, I couldn't. Of course, I couldn't. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, by ten minutes, I could do it perfectly. The fluctuation of confidence. <laughs> ten minutes. No. I love that. Bobby, that's not exactly hard, is it? Go on. We can all do that one. I obviously can't now, but. What I love though is it's the sweetest rap you could learn. Do you know what I mean? It's not like fuck the police. Do you know what I mean? It's like just a nice song about a trip to London. You know? It's it's just a nice, yeah, nice day out. Yeah, yeah, it does sound lovely. Will, what's your karaoke song? I don't really really get invited. No, but say you're at karaoke, gun to your head. You got to pick something. What are you singing? Imagine you did have friends that did invite you to stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they put a gun to my head <laughs> yeah. and said, I'm like, said no, sing a, nice a song t- <laughs> into a microphone in front of these people. I can see you doing a Blink-182 or oh, something. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to do that. Or Heaven is a Half Pipe or something. Oh, you know? my God, Ornia. I did not have an answer, but <laughs> Heaven is a Half Pipe is, the answer. is perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Heaven is a half pipe. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh my god, we should Amazing. we should do that as a duet. Uh, Hugh, what would you do? If I've someone, I've only done karaoke a few times. If Again, I've someone... if you were doing karaoke, what would <laughs> yeah. you pick? Some kind of B sider from a niche Beatles album, like a Within Without You or something. Oh, yeah. that's quite, that would be quite a tricky one. <laughs> and life goes on within <laughs> you and without you. With the right person there, I do uh, Summer Lovin' from Greece, ah. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've done that before. That's kind of a fun one. Um, do you sing Sandy? I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd sing anything and everything, you yeah. know? A bit of Rizzo, you know, yeah. like... A lot of really leaning, leaning into the like, tell me more, tell me more. Yeah. Like, you know, like um, the Frenchy ones. Um, if I was on my own, maybe Folsom Prison Blues. 
that was one somebody did the other night as well. That's a good one too. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did read once that one of the worst songs to do are, is anything by ABBA because the ABBA singers were practically opera singers. They were so incredibly gifted that actually, even though you would think they're very easy to trot out, an ABBA song is actually very hard to sing. So there's a little pro tip. This for is a problem with things. a lot of professional singers they're too good. pop singers is that, well, first of all, yeah, they are very good. <laughs> but also, they yeah, like the, the range they're singing in is, is not most people's range. Yeah. Know, See, I'll, I'll always pick a man song because... I think yeah. I've quite a low voice, so there's no point in me being like, "Would you like to hear me sing?" Do you know what, Anya? I've I've realised no, nine to five. That's my karaoke. Is song. it? Oh, that's a good oh, one. Yeah. that's a banger. Yeah. yeah, that is a good one. Bobby, do you think people? Is there? Is it as simple as can and can't sing? Uh, it's a very interesting question. I think like I'm not one of these sort of inspirational like you know, school choir leaders that will say like, everyone, everyone can so do no. this. Everyone can. <laughs> but I mean, what I will say is that like, everyone has a voice. So like everyone has the potential to like develop their voice. And hmm. I don't know, of all the musical instruments, like it's free. <laughs> so I think, you know, yeah. if we're doing pros and cons, like that's like, we're born with it, you know, we get it as part of the, part of the package. So we, we have, everyone has a voice, but like singing is like a combination, I suppose, of like l- learning how to sort of, use that will like, access different parts of your voice or different ranges of your voice and mm. and then also maybe like the the ear developing the ear to like figure out if you're singing in tune or not compared to the backing track you're singing along to or whatever um and i guess maybe some people can learn to do that a bit more naturally than others maybe that's what i would say rather than like it's a can or a can't everyone can everyone has a voice but that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone like knows how to use it in the same way that like if we all had pianos that doesn't mean that everyone yeah everyone can play the piano but like i i I think it's the most accessible thing to learn because we all have it and we we can all just practice whenever we want you know I, i suppose it's the problem though that you could really practice really hard and do all the technical stuff but your voice may just not be very nice like this this technical singers who can sing a song but you would be like oh that was beautiful is that a, is that is that the case yeah i don't know I, th- I think everyone has like the potential to make their voice sound nice um yeah. or if you have a voice like louis armstrong who like objectively his voice sounds terrible but like <laughs> it's like does it <laughs> <laughs> well no but like he's found a way of doing the gravelly thing in like such a such a like beautiful charming like characterful yeah. soulful way that like we all love it you know well i think the classic example yeah. of that is, is bob dylan isn't it like who yeah. is probably not a very good singer i don't like his voice at all Do you not? Know? yeah i don't really like bob I, i'm voice. not a i'm not a big dylan i'm not a big dylan fan at all um, no i'm not a big bob dylan fan and i think the voice is what put me off because he's written some amazing songs and in fact my favorite song of all time. Yeah, I was gonna is say. Don't think twice. Is... It's all right. Mm. But um, yeah, I don't like his voice at all. I don't know. But then, like, I love Mark Knopfler, and Mark Knopfler again, like, very interesting voice. I would say, but I mean, it, it, talking about vocal range, it feels like Mark Knopfler has like three notes, you know, that he just breathes. But... So I've said this to you before. One of my favorite songs in the world is Brothers in Arms, right? And I'd love to, to sing it, but song. you can't sing it because it's just like he's just, as you say, he's just exhaling. It's just somebody be like, oh, like you, you that would yeah, be a bad we, karaoke song. Yeah, it's not, but yet it's such an amazing yeah. song. Can everyone be very quiet, please? <laughs> Guys, yeah. I'm trying to trying to do this. <laughs> 
but it's it's not a it's a song very much to be like I'm just gonna quietly listen to this. It's not a it's not a get involved song at all. Like, Although it's Anya, you you say that coincidentally, I was I was actually singing, singing it today. Brothers in Arms, brilliant. Yeah, someday yeah. you'll return to. <laughs> Come on. No, yeah, you should have been here earlier, you know. <laughs> your valleys and your farms. <laughs> but there's all these things as well, and there's all these aspects of life where this, there are particular things where we set ourselves extremely high standards. Like most people, even who can sing perfectly fine, like we still slide off notes. We slide off key every now and then. Yeah. And and I think we're happy enough with that in some way, or some people are happy enough with that, whereas like... I don't know, even particular sports or things like you don't mind doing something. I, I think, I don't know, I think it's there's areas and art and creativity is an area where we're kind of like, oh, well, if I'm not really good, I'm just rubbish and I'm not going to yeah, do it at all. Yeah, what's the point in even trying if I'm not the same as yeah. Frank? But it, it's interesting because I think uh, singing, yeah, it's kind of something that you either do or you don't do. And if you do it, you're making a proper go of it. Like, I don't think there's much space for sort of just uh, singing as a hobby just for singing sake, if you know what I mean. That's that's interesting. I, I, I would have thought. I, I, I feel like singing pops up in all kinds of contexts, whether it be like a professional capacity mm. for some people, or like you know people like just just sing in the shower, or like there are lots of kind of amateur choirs or amateur theatre groups where you just kind of sing, but it's it's quite low pressure. Or like my favourite example of like public singing is in football stadiums, like football yeah. crowds mm. singing is like just the, the best the best noise in the world <laughs> yeah it's an amazing but sound. you know what really annoys me and it's 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 come from the u.s i think and it's still mainly in the u.s but it is elsewhere it really annoys me and this isn't football you're chance, not going to say when they kneel for matches, the national anthem are you or sporting <laughs> events yeah people not respecting the stars and stripes no what, <laughs> what annoys me is the fact that for the national anthem it's become this thing of someone performs the national anthem. right and that means people don't sing along people aren't comfortable singing along because you've people got someone to, you know yeah. belting away like the land of the free can i just say it's a terrible national anthem the u.s one no offense and so is the british one they're not good national anthems the, the british French, one is rubbish the Irish. i think the american's okay i think the american one is okay i think that the uk has one of the worst national anthems in the world it's awful it's dreary no one has yeah. ever liked it ever yeah <laughs> no. what a great advert for our country and the way we behave but mm. the marseillaise 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 i don't hear pronounce it what a marseillaise what a rub you know, or are Oh, one. yeah, it's a good one. Listen, do you know what? The, um, appreciate this might not be everyone's cup of tea, but the Soviet Union national anthem, unbelievable. <laughs> How's that go? Go and listen to it. Bum, bum, you know? Well, I mean, I think they did. Soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but the the UK one I think is, and I don't like the US one. I have to say, Sorry. I think Star Spangled Banner is a really good tune. I think really, okay, I think the yeah. US has its place. You know, I yeah. think it's that only should because be your new karaoke song on you, the Star Spangled Banner. I think it's only <laughs> yeah. because you do hear it a lot performed by like Jennifer Hudson singing the Star yeah. Spangled mm. Banner, mm. and I want to hear thirty thousand people sing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, that's 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 one of my. That's probably one of my biggest problems with the world today. Is it? So they've taken away crowd singing the national What a lovely stress-free life you lead. Yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. other things in the world seem fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. Russia, Grant, great national anthem. Naming it. Yeah. yeah. Global warming. Like? Hmm, okay. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Okay. Do you guys do you guys know the Irish national anthem? I can't say I do, you know. I'm afraid. Of course you don't. No. Of course you don't. Oh, you Jesus, shit. Oh, crap. Oh, everything's gone wrong, but we're still good, crack. Yeah. Is it, is it something is like it that? Yeah. Beautiful day by you Kind of. That would be a lovely one. No. Uh, it's actually, our one is a bit of a, it's just, it, it, it's a bit. It's got its moments. It's got I its think. moments. So it's great, but it, it's is a it bit, it's quite. Is, it's, My <laughs> lovely horse running through the field. Oh, great, great. <laughs> Contemporary reference. Can can one of you sing me a little bit of the Irish national anthem? Oh, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh will give you. A... It's it's in Irish, you know, so you wouldn't understand, and it's mainly given out a bit about you guys, you know. So well, music <laughs> is a universal language, you know. Yeah. It has we'll a understand good on some level. Peroration, oh, I suppose, shit. you know. Yeah. How does it I mean, end? It does build. The guns are it screaming. Ends with the English national anthem. Yeah. You know, so Lagoni is Greg, we love Agnabelair. Yeah. yeah go on. There you go. Woo-hoo-hoo. There you go. Woo! Yeah. Look, that's it. That's um, okay. Sounds nice. Thank you. So, what do you think is the most annoying style of singing? So, Hugh, you referenced the uh, kind of overdone American performance of the national anthem. Anything else? Getting your goat. So, I think there's a bit of a double standard here because I, broadly speaking, like when you're singing a song. And we all do this, but when people really, really over-imitate the artist's voice, I suppose, yeah. you know? Now, I think I do that with Bowie a bit. I try and sound like Bowie. Oh God, or even do? try and sound like Elton John a bit, you know? But no, but I wouldn't say, like... I'd say, like, you know, It's a god of a small affair. Where so I'm, like, trying to... I'm not singing it the way I would. So, But it's the ones where people sing as if they're in exquisite pain, you know? <laughs> And it's just like really, and you get it, you get it with with pianists as well, and possibly all musicians, you know. It's like, you know, it's just like there's, it looks like they're going through agony for this, yeah. and so it's it's kind of, I guess, you know, putting putting it on a bit on you, you know, if they're just putting it on, yeah, you know, that's what gets me. You're dead right, Hugh, about the like watching someone in pain thing, and that's like somehow adding to the experience. Like, there's, it's always something I've noticed about things like the X Factor or the Voice or whatever, where like. Mm. you know like someone might be singing a sort of mid-range note but going like ah, you know like giving it and everything in the face up and around. Ha- yeah hands all over yeah. the face it's They're kind like of the britney massaging the Aguilera mic stand we're kind of pioneering that <laughs> yeah you know and like can see the crowd just go nuts like 
just because they can see mm. someone like pretend to give it everything. Exactly. If someone sings yeah. like a way higher more, or like you know a way more difficult type of singing, but like looks like it's really easy for them, they're like, yeah, big whoop, you can sing. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The X factorization of of like performance singing is so it's so annoying when it's like you you just have to belt a note loud for a long time and then everyone will applaud. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be that. Oh, I don't. I actually don't know because I am one of the people who would start applauding and be like, "Wow, that was loud." <laughs> but, that was high and loud. I love it. <laughs> Anya, what annoys you about? Um, I hate when people are like, you know, the kind of the the genre. It's kind of gone out of date now. Of YouTube singers who are like, "I'm not a very good singer," and then they'll do like a kind of an acoustic version of Valerie or something. Do you know? Ooh. You know, and, and that kind of put on Amy Winehouse voice. Yeah, that's you're... very annoying. It's, I suppose it's what you were saying. You people imitating the artist, like Amy Winehouse, had a one of a kind voice. We don't need a second. Yeah, you're. It's Let... not something I'd thought of on you, but yeah, like you you just hit on something that annoys me as well, <laughs> big time. Like someone singing, like I don't know, a, a huge banger. But like, yeah. I'm just gonna do like a real stripped down version, you know, and it's gonna be like, <laughs> like Dynamite by Tyo Cruz. Yes, yes. And then like everything just goes into a vocal fry. Everything. The vocal <laughs> fry. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so annoying. Do you? Bit. And the thing is, like, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's club tunes. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I was. Baby how many times have you been out for dinner and you realise what they're playing is basically an album of that? Yeah. And then they'll be like, acoustic version of Alice DJ's Better Off Alone. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's well, just, it's, yeah. Even, even worse for me, we're kind of moving away from the voice now, is when they take the voice out completely and it's just like kind of soppy piano versions of... Oh, <laughs> it's the yeah, same. Yeah. That is a real guilty pleasure of mine. John I'm Legend. Like, I absolutely oh, yeah, sort of love stuff, it yeah. when it's like shit hotel lobby yeah. jazz oh, God. that is also i'm like wait a minute this is this is like a drum and bass song this is tarantula yeah. <laughs> it kind of makes me feel yeah like i'm in a mid-range hotel you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> yeah it's great but yeah that that whole genre of or and as a, as a kind of a subgenre of that people who want people to tell them they're great singers so you're all having a stupid mm. sing-along or something I feel like if you're on a match and somebody was like i'm singing the best though and they want you to be like yeah Oh my You're a fucking wanker. Yeah, sing, yeah. Oh sing, singing well, really, well. really well in a context where like the vibe isn't that you sing well. <laughs> no, yeah. and actually it's putting people off. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's something lovely about an easy singer. Do you know what I mean? Somebody who just is like Hugh. You're a very good, you know, match a match day hero. A good singer. You're you're a, you bring anywhere. You do your songs. Do a job, you know, to a level. To a level. And that level might not be that high, but it's a level. Yeah, yeah. and nobody feels like You know what you get. Nobody's like, yeah. you as performing. <laughs> you. Do you know what I mean? What, what a great compliment. No one feels uncomfortable when you sing. The, the great oh, thing yeah. about you singing, Hugh, is that no one knows that you're performing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially what was just said. <laughs> no one realises that you're trying to sing. <laughs> May as well be eating dinner or walking down the street. Yeah. <laughs> but you're an it's inclusive singer. Impactful. You make people want to join in. You're not a ev- you're not a everybody listen to that me. That is certainly my big thing about let's say sing songs. I think I prefer an inclusive sing song rather yeah. than a, a performative sing song. I suppose you know yeah. sing a song that we can all do rather than shh. This this they do it this yeah just let them let's just you know and you're like and look there's a place for it there's a place for the party piece it's fine it's a different thing. But it's more like, oh, but like, can we not just 
oh sing living on a prayer you know like yeah. and not worry about like the person another the, the person one. in the middle singing in, living on a prayer like let's all just sing living on a prayer yeah 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 Whoa. or also the bits that We're the bits that used to happen like there. you know um oh, stuck in a moment oh. the u2 song yeah but you know the last chorus and or the last bit where it goes and if the night it runs over, over but then there's the bit the second time when it's like when Bono comes in with his band, going, and if, and if, and if the night runs over. But when, when you sing it in a group, everyone wants to do the Bono bit. Okay. You know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. someone has to stay and sing the real song. You yeah, know? there, there but, are but a few songs like that, it, where know? like a backing vocal part is way more famous than the actual tune. That's so <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. It's like whenever people sing Hey Jude from the first the first moment it possibly could happen, someone better, by someone better, I mean most better, people. Better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, no, that's not till like verse three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's funny. There's an example of a song that Big Beatles fan for a long time. I really didn't like Hey Jude, and then you know you listen. I mean, it's a hell it's of a, a song. It's an, it's an unbelievable song. song. It's an song. But it's, but yeah, we've all heard it. You know, we've all we've we've all heard Will ruin it basically too many times. <laughs> Will and his friends. It's like also yeah. ev- everyone always gives the like the brass notes in Sweet Caroline like way more beans it'll be like Sweet Caroline <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> yeah I suppose that is the other real thing about singing is and listen we, we absolutely all do this and it's part of what is fun about singing is like singing the instruments which instrumental bits we choose to sing you know so like yeah. no one's ever sung, sung Bohemian Rhapsody and knock on down 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 I think Bohemian Rhapsody should be fired into the sun I'm done after you mate get in the bin I'm I'm done with it I'm done with it it's it's done with you mate yeah good off it goes Done. Bohemian Rhapsody is lush, on you. It's well it's lush. Out, it's it's hench. So uh, this is really disgruntling me. I, I, don't, I just, I just, I, I like what, I, like whatever, like it's grand, but it's just so overdone. You know what I mean? I'm just done. I'm done with it. Yeah, that's yeah. because it's good, though. Unfortunately, you know. Like... No, I'd agree with you that songs can become annoying. Bobby, but... what do you think about this heinous cr- atrocity? What the song or the opinion about the song? Ornia. I was describing Ornia as this heinous atrocity. <laughs> well, I, I think... T-H-A. Like, I, when I was a teenager, I really loved Bohemian Rhapsody. I then just saw, I then, like, found out what its place was in society. And, like, yeah, I guess, like, when it's... When you hear it enough times, it becomes a bit nauseating. But, like, I don't know. I play at piano bars. And, like, it's a really fun one for people to sing. Like, people quite often request it because they really like it and it's mm. really fun to play something that people like singing um, and there may be a couple of onions in the room that go like oh Bohemian Rhapsody they always well, there's end always a couple of onions oh, my, in my the room. two other ones I want to put on that list you can tell me think. Valerie <laughs> Amy Winehouse mm-hmm. God please and Proud Mary interesting but yeah I get you with Proud Mary I mean I think it's in a my good song set. but I I it was, <laughs> it was. It was. It was on. I do Bobby, get you that. Was, I was at Bobby's wedding. I think both of those tunes were played, and they're absolutely likely. phenomenal. Proud Mary was on the Do Not playlist at our wedding. I was like, "Am I here?" Was it? Mary. Yeah, I can't stand it. Hugh, what do you think of Copacabana? Fine. I love yeah, Copacabana. Fine. Of course you do. It's it's absolute. If I had to describe you in a song, on you, that's Big what Copa I would Cabana. say. Her name was Copacabana. Yeah. Uh, she was a <laughs> podcast host. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think uh, all those kind of uh, quote unquote cheesy hits, I think everybody has their their must haves and then the ones they just 
can't yeah. deal with all. See, I quite yeah. like Sweet Caroline. I've no problem with Sweet Caroline. But like in again in the right setting, if you need, if you need the, it's like do you know what? Here's an example, very niche example again. The Irish national anthem, which we've already discussed. I don't know why it's become such a big thing on the podcast, right? <laughs> but there is a song called Ireland's Call, right? Mm. Which was oh, sung the, at the rugby, rugby games. matches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's also been sung at cricket games. And the reason behind it is because it's including all 32 counties of Ireland rather than Ireland and Northern Ireland. And so the national anthem is for Ireland, which is obviously a, a, fine. That's great. The problem is the song is so atrocious. It's so, so bad. I quite like it. And yet, if I'm at a match and they're singing it, I'm going to sing it. You know, because we're 50,000 people singing along and we're trying to beat England, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, so I think that's part of it, you know, in the right setting. In in the same vein, right, uh, Bobby, do you have a song that you'd love to be able to sing and just absolutely nail it and to just blow people away with your talent? Like, what's the song that you'd love to just crush? that's uh there's quite a lot of those like a bit like you touched on earlier like i have i have like a voice that is like nicely suited to certain types of songs and Mm. like but like most songs just aren't really in my range because most most like pop singers sing super high um Mm. and like oh i don't know again like it would be bad podcasting for me to like name all the songs that i can't sing (laughs) because that's a lot of time (laughs) Bad, bad pos- podcasting is what, our tagline. What, what we so. do. Easy bossa nova style. Will and Hugh, anything that you'd love to be able to just blow people's socks off with, song-wise? I'd love to be able to sing Grace Kelly by Mika. Oh, That'd be amazing. God. That's oh. another song that should be... Are you, ch- are you serious? I, just because of the range of the song. That's the song. Like, you could, you could, you could be doing Jerusalem <laughs> in a beautiful angel's voice, and you want to do... Look, oh yeah, I don't know. I just chose the first one that came to to mind. Oh, it's an awful song. Oh, sorry, what, what about? Not... Are you going to do the Scissor oh, Sisters yeah. next? Filthy, gorgeous. Like, I mean, this is just awful, <laughs> a, awful I, song. Yeah, absolutely choose that. Anya, what about you? Oh, Wuthering Heights. Without a question, without a shadow. Oh, why'd you choose that? <laughs> we're all picking. We're all picking like iconic, high range songs. Yeah. Which I yeah, like. yeah. Yeah. What would you pick, Will or Hugh? Sorry. Maybe Oh Darling by the Beatles. Oh, what a know, song! Which is a real. Real belter, you know. But you could definitely sing that. Uh, yeah, yeah, but when you get into the chorus, it gets oh, like, because it gets even very, the uh, it does yeah. get. When you tell me, what about while my guitar gently weeps? Could you have a go at that? Huh? Could you have a go at while my guitar gently weeps? Is that manageable? I mean, I feel I can do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I throw in opera as being a style of singing that's incredibly annoying? <gasps> yes. Yes. Yeah. Dish. Which yes. is like a, a very controversial thing to say as someone who like studied classical music and like should mm. should probably think that opera is like the f- finest, highest art form there is. It's so dog shit. Like, <laughs> 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 it's like, I don't know. I get why they do opera singing because it's like a very resonant way of using your voice. And like before they had microphones, you had to be able to sing over like a whole orchestra. So I'm like, well done for finding a way of like singing that's louder than an orchestra. Um, but like, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But it's I, I find it's like such a such a difficult style of singing to understand. And for a genre like opera, where you like the the point is like telling a story at the end of the day, like mm. I find there's no like character that can come across mm. when everything is like I will be doing a podcast this evening, and like <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know. 
I'm just, I'm just what do you putting think, that on a table. Like, as... God, legitimate likes the opera. <laughs> Bobby, you're in. Bobby, what would you think about, like, say, operetta if it was like, I am doing a podcast this evening. <laughs> you know, like, that would that be more your... Um... Like, some, some sentences should be sentences, I think, rather than sung lines. <laughs> mm. yeah. so I, I find it annoying how, like, everything in, in an opera is... Su- this is, like, not true of every, of every opera that's ever written. But, like, yeah. Like, I find musical theatre a bit more compelling because, like, you can kind of get character across in that style a bit more. Yeah. And it's like dialogue yeah. when there are words like, I'm going to record a podcast now, rather than just having to put a melody to everything that, like... That well, doesn't talk, sense, this yeah? came up weirdly on a, f- a few episodes ago. I was talking about Evita, and Evita, I think, is totally sung, but it meant there's a lot of admin that has to be done through song. So much... Which, when it's a political <laughs> yeah. drama, can get a bit tedious. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the Senate have voted to... Uh, re-elect Juan Peron and now yeah. uh, I don't know if Argentina has a senate I don't know if they really I, yeah. <laughs> I like that they sing that song all on one note on you as well, well yeah, that's an interesting so, you choice know, you kind of have to be creative when there's a lot of uh, uh, admin but you know uh, so basically at least they wrote in the hesitations to them uh, the, uh, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the errors yeah. are clearly marked in the score yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I went to see I went to see the Ring Cycle, the only opera I've ever seen. All four operas? No, I think I saw the third or the fourth. Okay, and we got like we were maybe like an hour in, and I was like, all he has to do is kiss her, and then that's the end of the show. Oh, and guys, the build up to the kiss was like seventeen hours long, mm-hmm. and then the performers didn't even kiss. It's like being on a date with you, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> so unfair that was so unfair it was there um, I, yeah. I was looking at your face <laughs> you're the only single one look I did what I had to do okay so um, Anya yeah. have you been on a 17 hour date with Hugh and not kissed is that what's happened <laughs> oh, she wishes <laughs> no oh, that's that I mean it does sound like my kind of thing like the test cricket version of dating <laughs> It might get rained yeah. off every now and then. Five days long. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to stop well, for tea or well, it's rain. It's a great day out. It's a fabulous day yeah. out. You know, it's it's much more it's much more strategic than most people understand. You know, it doesn't look that athletic on first glance, but they're very well trained. Those guys. I wear all white. Yeah, <laughs> and protection, obviously. <laughs> Bobby, where is your favorite place to to sing? Um, that's a good question. Wessex. <laughs> Wessex. Yeah, I don't know. Um, do you mean like in the shower on you? No, or, anywhere. Yeah. Like, do you like do you like? Singing? Are you talking about like my favorite venue that I played in, or or like... it could be anywhere? Like, what's what's the what's the ideal scenario for you to perform in? Um, I love singing. This is only I've only had this opportunity a few times. Like, in a field in the middle of the night when there's nobody else there, <laughs> and you can just oh, that sc- scream at the top of your voice and know that no one cares. That's another date with with you. But th- that's one of the problems with singing as a hobby. Like if you live in a house or an apartment or you're on a terrace or semi-detached, it's often not that easy to just sing at the top of your lungs. Yeah, it's a, real, a bit of a pest. It's a real yeah. luxury. Yeah, I absolutely. do feel that sometimes about like singing or acting of being given permission to be like loud and boisterous and silly. Like being able to explore like emotions that you wouldn't necessarily in real life is such a... Like it's such a privilege to be able to be on stage and like shout at someone. You sound like an actor insisting that the sex scene is integral to the plot. 
I just really yeah, that's to why explore I was these to. emotions. I think it's a privilege for them to see me have sex. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. I think we should do it for real. <laughs> I need this. Um, yeah. I always try to write sex scenes into things. I've been trying to write one into legitimate likes forever. <laughs> Oh. It just doesn't make sense, Will. It just wouldn't track. No one would believe it, you know? Well, no, no, it'd be Will it, and no, Michael would, as well, and we'd just be that's awkwardly sort of the point. lurking, you know? <laughs> awkwardly lurking would be the name of our sex tape, to be fair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will, what's your favourite place to sing? I hadn't really thought about that, um, the singing alone in a field. That is quite cool. Uh, the other day I was driving back from Kerry and we stopped to do a wee, and uh, that was... It, Un- unimportant information could have just said we stopped uh so we stopped the car to urinate uh and then there was a big echo i didn't find out that because of the we found out that because I, I shouted across to my friend and then uh, me and the four people in the car all shouted at the same time and there was this huge amazing echo so i'd like to go back to that place mm. on my own and sing and hear the the echo back that was amazing. it's fun t- when you come across like i don't know if you're like visiting a church and you find like a crypt that's got like a ridiculous echo and you just go like, ha, and then it just like totally. Yeah. I actually did some recording in a crypt a, a mere a oh. mere week ago, um, and it no sounded way. great. It was lovely. What? Why? Okay. Okay. So you have been in it. I'd say you've been in the crypt more than most of us. <laughs> what is in? Why were you in a crypt recently? Well, I was. For I was business or pleasure? It was for business. I was. I was hired to like just bring some mics along to, and record some stuff and do a little mix. And not the band, the activity, Little Mix. Um, do a Little Mix. That's a horrible <laughs> sentence. I was hired to do... It'd be a very a weird mix. business engagement as well, wouldn't it? <laughs> I was hired to bring some microphones and do one of Little Mix. <laughs> anyway. To do one of is much better. It's still creepy and awful. To do, do, to do a, a Little Mix. <laughs> A, a nondescript <laughs> singular. It thing. makes you sound like 10 years older and creepy. Yeah. It's like, have you seen, uh, there was a little mix in the pub this afternoon. <laughs> that was horrible. My granddaughter's been to see a little mix. <laughs> oh. Have any of you ever, uh, Bobby, have you been in an orchestra? Uh, I played an orchestra at school, but no, I'm not, not, a, not an orchestral musician. Yeah. No. That always looks. Uh, it always looks very cool, doesn't it? You know. Yeah. Probably. What would you like? What would you like on? Would you like? Oh, I'd love to be. You'd on... like to be on the first violin, standing up to shake hands with the conductor at the start. Oh no, 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 no! Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere like third viola or something. But I would like it to be interspersed with like you know a political deal or a murder. You know the way in a in a movie, the way it'll be like orchestra cutting to no. Sure. Yeah. Like at the end of The Godfather, the the baptism to the to the murders, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But I, I just think it always looks very cool just to be in black. So you'd like to be in an orchestra while other events happen in the world? <laughs> I just think it's a very cool backdrop to anything. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like that's yeah. like a prerequisite of being in an orchestra. Like other things are going to be happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What other cool things could happen whilst an orchestra is playing on you? What's your top five things you'd like to be involved uh, with? Spy, spies, someone selling secrets to the Russians in a car park. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a car park. The orchestra's yeah. doing a drive-in. Uh, a couple ha- having an affair. Um, uh, a gangland killing being carried out. A political, a political, dirty deal being done. Um, 
That was quite alliterative as well, which I liked. Yeah. Political dirty deal. Dirty deal being done. Dirty deal done. Dirty deal done. Um, a fifth one. I'm. What about almost... a musician doing a little mix? <laughs> a musician doing a little mix. Yes. Oh my God. That yeah. Or doing or doing a One Direction. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh God, it's awful. It's awful. A little mix. I'll never hear it again the same way. Uh, I think are we are we inching towards uh, final judgments on singing? I guess so. I don't know, Bobby. Have you got anything else to say about singing? Well. I feel like, no, I suppose not. Like singing, I feel like is something that everyone either loves doing or like wants to love doing more of or, uh, yeah, it's one of those universal things that like, you know, everyone could do, everyone wants to do, everyone likes doing. And like, I do think everyone, even if they say like, oh, I hate singing, like really they they do love singing. Like it just has to be in the right context. Um, So if if we, Mm. if we're doing final judgments, I'm going to, I'm going to, fly the flag for singing as, as a legit, legitimate like for sure okay yeah great i firmly agree as someone who was so scared of singing and always said i couldn't sing i think it's there's no human civilization we've ever found that has no music is and that true or have you just have you just said that to say clever i heard it once at, at a bar and i have <laughs> not researched it since did, did you hear it on my podcast will because i think someone said that I, that is exactly where I heard it. <laughs> yep. That is exactly where I heard it. Go and listen to Legally Blind. Which episode was I it? I think Lloyd Coleman, um, who yeah. runs the Parrot Orchestra, um, said oh, something like... Well, you've been rumbled. <laughs> said something like, find me find me a person that doesn't like music, because, you know... Okay, that's slightly different to, Will, you saying, we have never found... Like, you have never discovered the, the a civilization. I, I guess that's true. Is how many civilizations has Will discovered? Human. I'm I'm sorry for sorry for outing you there, Will. That was that was poor form. No, it's great. You got to plug out your podcast as well, so it's perfect. Well, it is interesting though because on that on that note, like you know the when they sent the Voyager space probe out into the into space and they had the golden record on it, you know, and like for all mankind. No, that's on the moon. Never mind. But yeah, the golden record, that was part of what we were saying. If we were going to contact other civilizations, music was a part of it. There's a, there's a, I think there's a Bach piece and a Mozart piece, possibly. There was a big rumor that they tried to get Here Comes the Sun and they couldn't get it. But no, there is, there is modern music on it as well, but I can't remember what's on it. Bobby, do you know oh, what's on it? Like Any that? chance you know? Uh, I can't, I can't say I know. No, I'm afraid. Mm. Sorry. I think it's a little mix. <laughs> Well, there is a picture of a naked man and a naked woman, I think, but that might be a picture of someone doing a little mix. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, so the music on the global record, uh, there's actually golden a record. I said golden record. I don't oh know wait, that that's you said there's, global there's, record. There's there's Bach, uh, there's uh, Java court gamelan kinds of flowers recorded by Robert Brown, Senegal percussion. Oh, so some of these are must be. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Pygmy Girls Initiation Song. There's two Aboriginal songs. Um, there's Johnny Be Good. There's some Japanese music. Um, mm. There's Peruvian panpipes. Azerbaijan. So just just a little a little mix of things, really. <laughs> yeah, a little mix of things. But of the uh, of the of the big old bangers, I I I don't know. It's <laughs> a horrible phrase. It's is that where you got your name, Bobby? Is that were you Bob? Were you big old banger? <laughs> big old banger. <laughs> <laughs> big 
He's, there's big old banger doing a little mix. <laughs> That's oh, the Bobby, it's so unfair. Big old banger. Uh, your name's bi- a, being bit, a bit yodely. cryptic. A bit cryptic. Being, <laughs> being what? Being a yodeler. <laughs> I'm just trying to spell out being yeah, a like Big old banger being a yodeler. Yeah, yeah that would be Bobby. There's some Louis Armstrong. Anya, you on like that? acronyms. What musical acronym would you go for Anya? Uh, Annie. Is, is, there Annie an, is there an accent on one of your letters? On the A, yeah. But we can leave that out. Annie. Any, any interesting notes, Evita? <laughs> And interesting, and you could be Hugh. You could be horn up. <laughs> it's a terrible start. Horn, horn, horn up. underwater gives help. <laughs> I was gonna I'm, go for. To be it. honest, Bobby, I'm not sure that's any better. <laughs> I was gonna go for horn up, goblin humans. <laughs> <laughs> and, but that could be said as horn up, goblin humans. Uh, Will you could be. Whoa, it's Lush Lush. <laughs> Whoa, it's Legitimate Likes. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Bobby, that's so nice. That's great. That that's is good. lovely. Yeah. So, Will, Bobby said it's a legitimate like. What about you? Singing is absolutely a legitimate like. Uh, find the context that makes you happy. Do it. And don't let people judge you. Absolutely. Uh, and, and have a nice time. Yeah. Looks like a date with you. Yeah, I think... I think the context is important. It's funny because when you talked about like favourite places to sing, I'd say I think my favourite place to sing is probably at home at my piano on my own you know Aww. so therefore While it's not a performative thing <laughs> I do actually love playing that on the piano because you start off and it's like down 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 anyway and the, um, and the song's like what's going on I'm not being played <laughs> yeah. on the right thing um, but yeah but therefore it's it's interesting because it's not a performative thing then or you're performing for yourself so I don't <laughs> know yeah music's amazing yeah. um, and it's funny Anya won't like this at all um, but when I was recording an episode of my other podcast today, which was about uh, teaching art in school, it was that thing again of like, and certainly this was me, I'm terrible at art. So therefore, like no confidence in art, don't like it. But like, again, anything creative, there's there's stuff you can do there. You can you just got to find your own creativity output, you know, yeah. creativity whatever it might be. output. Creativity output, yeah. That's what I say in school. All right, children, it's time for creativity output. And speaking of which, if you want to see some creative output live, you can come and see us uh, live on the 4th of November at 12.30pm in London. Buy your tickets online at Design My Night or something like that. But go on the Cheerful Earful Festival website, you can come and see us live. That's an advert. There you go. Or you can find it through our own Instagram or Twitter. Where can people find you? Um hashtag wherever you get your podcasts is where you can listen to Leg- uh, Legally Blind which is my podcast about uh, creativity and visual impairment um, so I chat to other um, people who uh, you know work in like artistic industries and work alongside sight loss so that's kind of interesting um, for me at least oh it's so brilliant it's so insightful and entertaining and okay. funny and everyone should listen oh, to it I you, say that not as a friend but as a podcast consumer Ooh. Well, that's very kind. Thank you. Um, I've got like a handful of things on YouTube that I'm relatively proud of. Um, you can come see me perform at various like piano bars in London as well. Um, so yeah, that's such a cool sentence. Piano bars <laughs> yeah. in London. Yeah. Uh, Hugh, thanks for co-hosting as always. Thanks, Will. Really enjoyed. Uh, Anya, thank you for producing. Have you had a nice time? I've had a, a brilliant time. Great. Lovely to listen to you. Lovely to hear me. Thanks for everything. I love you. Have a nice song. Sing, sing, sing. Bye-bye. Bye. Cripsy, cripsy. Bye. 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 Oh, like and subscribe. Worst like and subscribe. Ever. Oh, yeah, like and subscribe. Oh, yeah, like and subscribe. <laughs>
Do you think that actually works? No. Do you think anyone ever listens to the end and then goes, oh, do you know what? I will, I will subs- like and subscribe. <laughs> I don't really like even know what that means. Subscribe. Are you subscribed right to the podcast, don't you? I don't know. Yeah, I must be because I get an alert every Friday. Yeah, well, there, there you go. go. You've, you've smashed that button. I've smashed that, that button. Bell. Give us a review, though. That would be very helpful. Yeah. We can do it on Spotify or Apple Music. Maybe I should do that. Play us out, Bobby. Hey! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.